And welcome to episode number 63 of About the Cards podcast live tonight on YouTube. As always with me, Stephen Loeffler at Junk Wax Twins. Ben Wilson is out on assignment tonight. He's at our trading cards. And I'm Tim Shepler at Big Shep 79. Just back from a little family quick trip to uh, Monterey, California. Very nice. We hit up Carmel today. And I guess a lot of people down there have money to walk around and drink coffee and walk their dogs on a Wednesday morning because we saw so many people just hanging out down there. Uh, it was crazy. So, um, But I guess the important question is, do you have fun on vacation? Oh, you know, I've been on vacation this entire week, and it's been wonderful. Uh, my aunt and uncle from Colorado are in town, and we've been hanging out every night except for tonight uh, because I had to be here for the show. And uh, so I'm excited to be here. and. Hang out with Steph. We're missing Ben tonight, but uh, he'll be back next week. So uh, remember, we are a podcast by collectors for collectors. I hope to bring you a smart and insightful podcast discussing trading card collecting. We're live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific, 10 Central. Uh, we're on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook Live. What's up, everyone, on all of those media platforms? We appreciate you all. And uh, follow us on Twitter about the cards. We're available uh, on a bunch of different podcast uh, entities as such as iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast, and TuneIn. You can always check out our website about the cards.wordpress.com. We have shirts and mugs available on spreadshirt.com. Just take a look there and we'll take care of you. And I want to give it out to uh, Ken Kinsley. was smoking some, some uh, brisket over the weekend and uh, used TuneIn. And Alexa to listen to the, I think it was Google, I'm sorry, Google Home yeah. to listen to the show. So uh, what's up, Ken? Thank you very much. Uh, I think it was actually both. Uh, the the Alexa has the TuneIn app, and that's yeah. what actually played it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure what his device was. I just remember seeing it on there. And, you know, if you weren't around Thursday, uh, Steph and I hung out together for like an hour, and uh, we got some boxes from Chris Carlin, our guest, last week from Upper Deck. And... Um, and we got we opened uh, a box of Clerks, which was crazy because that's one of my favorite movies. We opened a box of this year's Goodwin Champions. Also from we also opened a box of Chronology. I got it right. The first time, no less. Yeah, the first time Chronology basketball or hockey. <laughs> and then <laughs> almost had it right. Yeah, almost. <laughs> and then up and then uh then Upper Deck's Ultimate Collection Hockey. So in in our Clerks box, you, you're guaranteed. And I'm going to show these off. So you're guaranteed a, a, a relic manufactured. So not showing up. You're guaranteed two autographs, which we pulled on card. And one of them, unfortunately, the lady has passed away. And then a one-of-one one sketch card. Dante Randall and uh, is that what, Veronica, I think? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and Goodwin Champions, we pulled a lenticular... Steve Calabaro, Calabrio, Caballero, Caballero. I didn't even get it right, and it's uh, it's crazy lenticular. My light's all crazy in here, so you can't see it dance as much. We pulled a Michael Chang uh, relic, three eleven, and then we pulled the autograph from Tim Mahoney of three eleven. I'm sorry, yeah, that one. And his name is actually spelled backwards on the autograph, which is a crazy autograph. And then we had a wood mini. 
And these are a lumberjack minis, and we pulled one of those. So we'll give that away. Uh, it was like one in 24, something like that. Yeah, I think it's one in 24. And then chronology, we pulled a Andy Bathgate out of the 222 base card. We pulled a Steve Thomas uh, on card auto from the Blackhawks. Meh. We pulled an Earl Thompson from the Maple Leafs on card. Kind of cool. And then we pulled a Doug Gilmore out of 25 on card autograph with a relic. The Leafs with the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. And then we also had an ultimate collection. Let's see, come see me. We had ultimate collection Jordan Greenway, a giant that plays for the wild. He's like six foot six, base he card. Is. He's huge. I sat behind the bench once, and uh, yeah, he's towering. We pulled a Kristen. Vesselani, Vesselan from the Winnipeg Jets. Vesselinen. Vesselinen out of 25. We're working on it, guys. We're working on it. I'm, I'm trying. We pulled a Ryan Donato. Not Ted Donato. But Donato no. for the Bruins. Rookie patch card. He's now a wild. So yes, glad he's did this box didn't end up in Steph's house. Uh, Cam Atkinson. 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 Uh, on card auto jersey relic uh, from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Still mysterious why Columbus, Ohio has a hockey team, but hey. Seabus. Actually, there's a pretty good hockey uh, gr gr uh, grouping there. And then an on card auto 10 out of 10, Michael McLeod, center, rookie center for the Devils, gold autograph. Mm hmm. So we had some fun, and that was the first real – I mean, these are the first high-end boxes I have ever really opened where it's one pack, and I felt like a breaker. Open them. That was fun. And then we put the video. It's on our YouTube page. It says Mail Day, big and yellow, and it has a Upper Deck logo on it. So check it out. We're going to be giving these hits away. And so a couple ways to win the, get these hits. Uh, you subs If you're a subscriber on our uh, Periscope page, if, you've if you if are uh, – if you like or you follow our – uh, our new Facebook page. If you're a YouTube subscriber, send us a, uh, you know, either tweet us or email us a uh, screenshot that you follow us on YouTube. And those are the three ways that you can uh, win these autographs. And so our email is about the cards pod at gmail.com about the cards pod at gmail.com uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter at about the cards. So we'll be giving those away next week. We'll do a random in the beginning of the show next week so be ready for that we'll hop, right, hop right into it the week that was last week's release is tops living week 77 with car 229 bernie williams outfielder for the new york yankees sold just a few shy of 2800 car 230 rookie pitcher griffin canning of the los angeles angels uh, a handful over 2,300 in card 231. Adam Eaton, outfielder, Washington Nationals, uh, beat out Canning by about six cards. Even Adam Eaton said he looked fat on that and wanted to know what happened. Um, check out at, car, at uh, Tops Living Stat for a full breakdown of where these cards fall, respectively, in the set and by team, also in by position. Uh, I was not surprised that this was such a low number week. I mean, you have Bernie Williams uh, leading the way, you know, by about a little over 400 cards. He's a retired star, but never going to be a Hall of Famer. Was on a bunch of good Yankees teams, so right. 
not shocking. And, and Griffin Canning is a pretty much a, a very quiet rookie year. Pre- pretty good uh, musician too, from what I hear. Oh, and Adam Eaton's a decent, decent outfielder. I mean, you know, we, every team would like to have an Adam Eaton on their squad. So, what's up, Dan? Dan from Korea. And Jake, you're oh, right about that from NorCal. Smash those thumbs up buttons for us. We appreciate it. And the share uh, one while you're at it. Yeah, the share would be great. Uh, 2019 tops five star baseball dropped, uh, as well as 2019 Panini Absolute Football and 1819 Panini Obsidian Basketball was online only release. Uh, we're going to hop in hot off the presses. This week's releases tops living week 78, card 232. Deion Sanders, retired star of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, card 233, Justice Sheffield, rookie pitcher of the Seattle Mariners. And card 234, Stephen Piscotti, outfielder for the Oakland A's. So we know Ben's excited because the Oakland A's got one, Piscotti in an A's uniform. You know, in Justice Sheffield, I mean, he has prospect cards with the Indians, the Yankees, the Yankees and, and the Mariners. Mariners. So, and here's yeah, Dion. The Dion's there's got a big smile. Oh, he looks like he's angry. And he's like, hello. He look, wait, go back. Justice Sheffield looks like he's a million years old. Right. I think Yoda's younger. Yeah. And then that's not exactly a uh, happy looking individual either. No. Kind of like those, like, you're with the family for family reunion for the side of the family that you don't like that much. And you or get they're that, that close. Like, and they're like, take a smile. Like, oh, take yeah. a picture of Aunt Marge. Yeah. Hi, I'm Arge. Uh, hey, Angela. <laughs> I mean, she's in chat replying. Oh, oh okay. Um, you know, I mean, it reminds me, I need to bring up uh, something here. Yeah, so no, it's it's not a super, super exciting week. I think Dion's the best of the three. Yeah. Uh, something, but uh, two things. One, the logo kind of looks like it's floating there on its own, and the hat looks like it's denim, blue jeans. Yeah, uh, I think Ryan Cracknell had the best post about it. He said that uh, Dion Smile reminded him to, of uh, Goodfellas, and he needed to go watch it. The Ray Liotta laugh, yes, that everybody uses in their meme. So, yeah, no, I'm not too excited about this week. I think you know that maybe you know I have to pick up uh, the Sheffield, but uh, you know. Not the Dion? No. Ah, there you go. There's the Cracknell post. What's up, Ryan? Hope you uh, get to watch the show tonight, bud. When you have you back on, it'd be amazing. Been a while. Episode 12, and we're already on 63. That's ridiculous. Believe that? 63 episodes, and people are still hanging out with us? Just means that we have, uh, what, another nine episodes before it's a year? Yeah. Should get him on soon. So... All right, we also had 2019 Tops Luminaries drop today. 205 a box, one pack per box, one card per pack. You're going to win autograph. So you're going to get a $205 autograph. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the third year of the product. It's an all autograph release. No cards are, high, are numbered higher than 15. has a few different themes. There's, and they did this last year, the Home Run Kings, the Hit Kings, and Masters of the Mounds. Uh, there are some massive book cards that come with lots of autographs. There's ultra books for hit Kings and home run Kings that are one of one. They have 10 signatures and we're talking really call them diamond Kings, but yeah, 
but uh, we're talking some some big names like there's an Aaron and Acuna Acuna uh, dual autograph, which is cool if you're a Braves fan. Uh, a Ruth cut with a Jeter, not too I bad with some other scrub. Yeah, big trout with a look at that big T. I like that for Tim. I saw I think the R earlier on Twitter yeah. from this. Yeah, so this is a product I'll never touch. But uh, you know, if you're one of those hit chasers or you're looking for something real big and you know one hitter quitter. This is your product. Definitely. Hey, real quick, I see the chat. Jake, real quick, Jake from NorCal in the in the chat said Sheffield graduated from the town he lived in before he moved. And his brother is also a stud. Great kids too. Yeah, his brother um is Jordan? He in the, Jordan. Yeah, he's in the Dodger Dodger organization. Yeah. Good knowledge, Steph. So on I, I, I try. Uh, on that topic, what's the most expensive box you bought for a one-off? Yeah, um, it'd probably be Bowman Jumbo, two thousand fourteen. Not horrible. I think I did uh, sub, sub two hundred. Sub sub two hundred. One one box of tops tier one. Maybe it was triple. Uh, no, not triple threads. But uh, what's that other one that came out right around that time? One of those. Uh, maybe it was museum. Uh, it was it was like one fifty a box, uh, not horrible. I think the best thing I had was a uh, Royals Redemption Ventura. I think. Okay. Not horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, yeah, I think it was like a one fifty, one sixty bo- a box. So thanks, Marco, for loving the show. We appreciate that, bud. Uh, we appreciate you. If you tell others, share, and like, and. All those fun things helps us out. Um, also, this week, something the 2019 20 Panini Contenders draft picks dropped today. Um, I don't know what the original retail is supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be like about 130 a box, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of about 300 or so now a box. Uh, six six packs per box, 18 cards per pack. You're going to get six autos, 30 inserts, and one parallel per box. It's a 131 card base set. Uh, this is the product whose first off the line crashed the Panini website twice in the last few weeks. Uh, look for the 2019-20 NBA rookie class, uh, as well as players from the past and present and cur- current college uniforms. And the RPS college ticket cards have on-card signatures from the top players from this year's draft. We'll talk later about Zion in this. Um, yeah, so this product, you got to think. So when Panini made this product, they expected this to be $130 a, do- a box product. Because yeah. that's what they retailed the first off the line. And when you buy first off the line, you get like a certain parallel or something to that effect. But it had Zion in it and stuff. So if you hit the Zion parallel, awesome. But these boxes now are going for around 300 So my concern is, is that someone that buys a box of $130 cards at $300. Yeah. And their six autographs are mid to late first rounders, second rounders, or undrafted free agents. They're going to feel like they just got slaughtered. And they're going to talk crap about the product. It's not Panini's fault this time, right? There's not much they can do. I mean, if that's what people value it at, and you see this with Bowman every year, it starts off at, you know, MSRP, whatever price, and then jumps in price, jumps in price, jumps in price, because it always does. If there's someone decent in the product. 
I just I don't I don't understand it. It's it's you know it's one of those things like I get that Zion's in here. He's one guy, but right. this is college stuff. We're going to talk about one of his autographs out of five later in the show. To me, it's uh it's a stay away from buy on the secondary market if you have a team. Like if you're a you know if you're a North Carolina guy, right? Kobe White's in here. You're going to have guys dumping this product. Quay, even though Kobe White's going to be probably a a pretty decent prospect. Um, right people are expecting Zion autos in every pack. Right. And so they're not, it's not going to happen. They're going to try to make up their money quickly. So you should not be able to find these things, uh, find your guys or team uh, at a super cheap price right off the bat. So keep your lookout. Some, some sharp looking cards, but uh, if you, if you're definitely, if you're college basketball collector, I mean, got my KU gear on tonight, rock chalk Jayhawk. Um, so we also, so, have- uh, I kind of agree uh, with something I think Dub had mentioned that if you're going to do parallels in the set, why are you going to change the foiling? Change the seat number, the row number, the ticket number, something like, uh, oh, what was that Flare product in the late 90s? They, they did something similar where, you know, what row number it was was the rarity of it. Um, and I also found that tweet with the Trout R. There we go. From Luminaries. Just a handful more to go. But I think if you pulled that out of Luminaries, you spent 205 on the box and you pulled that, mm-hmm. you feel pretty good. You'd go back and buy some more, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, you just knocked out the case yet, bro. For four figures there? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, 2019-20 Upper Deck Opeachy Hockey dropped. Uh, $50 a box, 18 packs per box, 10 cards per pack. Your uh, box break will yield four Opeachy Caramel cards, three playing cards, one glossy or gold glossy parallel, two retro black border parallels, six blue border parallels, and 18 retro parallels. It's a 600-card base set. I love it. That is girthy. The first, uh, hundred, the first 500 tap into all of the NHL rosters, all 31, and then there's 100 inserts after that. Uh, which were like score leaders, uh, all stars, I think, a bunch of different cool stuff. Uh, it's definitely a self build, builders set. Uh, it's one of the biggest base sets that you'll see this year. And the chase elements come from the short prints and tough inserts, not from autographs or relic cards, which is super cool. It's all about it's all about the base. I love That's it. It's kind of cool. Like they got a uh, complete playing card set. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking earlier pre-show about the 51 top set with the quote-unquote playing card-sized uh, cards they had issue. But uh, and and uh, OPG is not the first company to do a uh, playing card motive, but I, I always kind of like when that pops up. Oh, you know what it reminds me of is I found that I was cleaning out some stuff this weekend and I found a deck of cards from like the 90s mm-hmm. that were Dickens picks NFL bicycle cards. Yeah. The playing cards, and I had a complete set. Nice. Yeah. So if anybody's looking for those, I mean, there's some great guys. I pulled. There's right here, Audrey McMillan of the of the Vikes. Very nice. Yeah, I pulled out the Barry Sanders. Everything else is going to be up for grabs. But I thought that was cool. Why you got to bring a Barry? Oh, he's heard a word on fighting words. Yeah, that's all. My my son today we were monitoring. My mom bought him a uh, stuffed turtle. So. Like it's like this big, it's huge. So we're gonna have to. He's not to be a a will uh, a Willens fan now, I guess, right? I guess not that he wasn't already. Yeah, who isn't? Uh, what's brewing next week's release is eighteen nineteen Upper Deck Premier Hockey. 
1819 um, Panini Immacula Basketball. In 2019, Panini Spectra Football all drop next week. Spectra, I think, is on Friday. Spectra and, and the two Panini products look like they think they're on Friday. So next week, yeah, Friday. So uh, just a few products. It was supposed to come out. So what's funny is that Bowman Chrome was supposed to come out this week, and then it was pushed to next week, and now it's pushed the week after. Yeah, I think it's, what, the 21st now? Yeah, it keeps getting shoved back. So, Which, if I'm not mistaken, that's usually right around when Bowman Chrome comes out anyway uh, in years past. It was like the 21st, the 23rd, the 20th. I'd have to double-check, but that, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I don't know why they keep screwing around with the date. Just, you know, leave it alone. That'd be nice. Release on time, guys. Come on. So, You breaking any of it? Uh, No. No, no. (laughs) Uh, We're going to hop into infield chatter. Let's do it. Our hobby talk section. Uh, Last week's guest, Chris Carlin, had a funny tweet this week. I don't know if you saw it, Steph. Proud dad moment. And Usher tried to give my sons tops cards last night at the Angels game. They looked at them. He gave them back to the usher and said, no, thank you. We only like upper deck. God bless these boys. That, con- dude, congratulations. You're raising them right. Right. You know, they support dad's company. And uh, that's pretty cool. So, you know, some of these comments down here, you know, it's like, yeah. So. I, I mean, oh, this could easily have just been written up. But why? why would someone lie about something like that? That's weird, right? And I mean, especially if I mean all the time uh, when Dad was still in the military, I gave all of the Navy kids and the Air Force kids crap because they weren't their parents weren't in the Marine Corps. So I, I could easily see this happening. So but the Marines are the best. My grandpa was a Marine. So hey, there we go. Yeah, knew something was right about you. See, uh, Tops Living. We were supposed to talk about this last week. We just we didn't have time uh, due to the technical diff- if technical difficulties we had and i appreciate everyone that stayed through that or listened through that last week uh we know it wasn't uh super fun audio but um you know good stuff and and chris is uh you know very friendly guy and uh, wanted to come on the show he listens to the show enjoys it some of the other folks upper deck uh do as well so we we definitely appreciate that so check that out also too real quick guys we have a um i forgot before i forget we have an upper deck hat to give away and also an autographed book about hockey cards autographed by the author and Chris Carlin, who wrote one of the forwards on there. The other guy that wrote the forwards is somebody named some lady named Sydney Crosby. So if you can get her to autograph it, then Babe Ruth, Baby Ruth. Uh, yeah, Tops Living uh, stat on Twitter said there's a change in Tops Living. Here's something I found interesting. Maybe you can add it to your show. Last six outfielders in the Living set are labeled outfielder on the front. So Gallo, Vlad Senior, Kepler, Solar, Bernie. And Eaton have had the first, uh, he has the first three in hands. The previous 72 say outfielder. So I wonder, and this would be something to run by him, if that's not when the year rolled over. It's not, though. It's not? No, because the year rolled over. Let me look. I have it right here. Maybe when the season started? The season started was card 157, and the first outfielder was Bryce Harper. Huh. You had Braun. Um, you've had, this is a great audio. Uh, then you had Vlad, well, he plays third base. Nelson, uh, Ramon Lariano. 
K-Line, uh, Lorenzo Kane, um, Griffey. So you've had a handful of guys, Christian Stewart, Mike Trout, all huh. those guys. It's just been in the last handful of weeks. Interesting. Gallo, Gallo goes back to um, just a few weeks ago. So uh, just an interesting bit. We feel, I feel bad we did not get that into to last week's show, but uh, a small change. And also, too, like we, the Tony Gwynn's the only national leaguer that has the red versus the black border at the bottom where the names are. Right. Why? I don't. I don't know. So it's interesting. So hey, we also posted a great video. Or Steph, uh, I think Angela, because she's the and video recorded it. Yep. Yeah, Angela's the video. Uh, what do we producer? What do we give uh, choreographer? Video producer. Sure. Yeah. For we the live uh, an LOL a live on location at the Adat Shavram. Adat Shaurim, I think. There we go. Showcase on the first. Uh, there, check out the video. Uh, we have it on our YouTube page. Uh, it's Uncle Rich's show. It's one of his uh, bi-yearly shows, right? Yep. And, and if you look closely, you can actually see me oh. somewhere in the video. How was the show? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yep. Somewhere around the one-minute mark. Um yeah, we, we unfortunately weren't able to attend on Monday. Uh, had some family stuff to run up and do. But uh, we hit the Saturday show bright and early, ran into a certain doctor in the hobby. Um, kind of cool talking to him for a few minutes. And uh, we, well, hey. Um, but uh, no, I picked up a few cards here and there. Um, they picked up a few magazines. Uh, a certain card, that a uh, certain magazine that if you stack it up with a couple of Kent Herbecks, maybe it would fall over. Um, double get that reference. You're welcome. That's headed your way, sir. Uh, but uh, no, it was a fun show. I mean, uh, where can you go for a dollar? A get dollar? Maybe I uh, hold dollar. Get a chance at a printing sheet or unopened product, or you know, e e even some magazines or other stuff. It's uh, apparently I mispronounced it. Well, Angela, why don't you come here and say it? Um, yeah, have, have your chance at these. Plus, you know, right around noon they had uh, hot dogs, chips, a soda for like three dollars. Uh, not not horrible. That's awesome, right? Uh, so if you're in the Dallas area, come check it out. Uh, well, I guess Plano. Well, in, in the thing you sent a picture of is a little girl had a table with a bunch of dollar bags that she'd gotten, which, she, uh, if you watch the video, she's actually in there going through it. Yeah. Let me pull up that picture here. It was, so what happened? Like when I did my show a couple weeks ago with, with Ben and his dad, which was super fun. We noticed there, you know, his dad's like, Hey, I've seen a bunch of kids. Well, later in the day, more kids started showing up. Um, and it was great to see him in there and, and, and hanging out and doing some wheeling and dealing and buying stuff and, um, you know, watching them open open stuff or get boxes. I mean, these kids are rolling in with, uh, with dude, with straight stacks of cash that I never saw as a kid or even see now uh, at a card show. So that was that was pretty cool. Where did it go? What an unload right. Um, did you see a lot of kids at the show besides I saw, you know, you, you shared that one. Uh, yeah, there, there actually were. I mean, and uh, we we arrived early and kind of left early, um, but we were there for a good por portion of the show anyway. Okay, uh, I got the picture up here. But um, 
No, no. There's always usually a, a good grouping of uh, people from his synagogue that come through. Uh, I know the rabbi and his several kids come through. There's a former uh, Beckett um, supervisor, executive, um, Bill Sutherland, that came through with his two boys set up. Uh, they they were raising money for his Boy Scouts troop. Oh, nice. Kind of a nice, nice uh, side venture. There, there was uh, actually a table of two girls uh, just beyond where that photo is um, that were selling brownies and oh, packs of 89 Donruss. Yeah. They were making a killing. I bet. And, and they were pretty good brownies. They, uh, they stuffed Oreos on the inside. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> really good. So explain what, what, this, what this little girl was doing. I love this. So uh, w- w- with the $1 entry for you, you get a uh, prize bag of 100, 200 cards, something to that effect, 50, 100, whatever. Um, and you get a prize slip for one of the prizes of whatever it may be. But everyone kept br- coming up to her and handing her their bags because who wants packs of this, that, or the other? And she was ripping through them. And you can see them there with the uh, chip bag she uh, just taking the brown bags tossing them all over the table sorting it out which photos she liked which players looked cool i mean it's a huge pile all over the table well that's and uh what uh sorry angela just walked in uh i I absolutely love seeing it Her, her just destroying the table that's how it's supposed to be Right, you know, kids out collecting and, and having a good time, so not not giving a care about condition, just right ha- enjoying and uh killing some time. Well, that's like somebody asked me the other day, like with my I'm building a 71 top set. Anybody familiar with 71 tops? The black porters are it, horrific, it's a mother, it really is. And you know, I told myself, I don't care. I can, if you have a card and I need it for my set, send it my way. So I complete the set. It's all about having the complete set. And later on, I can go back and upgrade when I need to. But it's not a for me on that set, just based on condition, it's like or like, you know, um, early 50 Giants cards. Yeah. I don't care. Round if they I have a bunch of um uh 55 Giants cards I bought, and it they damn near look like playing cards because the corners are so rounded all around and they're soft and fuzzy. But right. these cards have lived. And when they're that old, when they're when they're these cards are able to get social security, right? Why do I care? It's the the fact that they still exist. They're in my collection. I get to look at them and look at these old Giants cards and go, dude, that's awesome. Well, and that's why I picked up. Uh, I'm getting it uh, pulled up here, but I, I recently have been going through uh, both eBay and Sport Lots and uh, my work. And picking up some of the cards that I need. Um, and in particular, I picked up this. Where is screen share? Boop, boop, boop. From 1951. It's one of the two that I had missing. Now, yeah, sure, the corners are horrible, and there's a crease here, and there's a crease here, and the back is slightly uh, not perfectly centered, but I don't care. One, it knocks off a card I need, and two, this thing is what? It's almost 70 years old now? Yeah. He called me to actually pronounce the Jewish synagogue. Adat Chaverim. Adat Chaverim. I think the C is silent. Nope. Call Rich. Uh-uh. He's asleep. Well, yeah. Nah. <laughs> it's, it's late. <laughs> 
Um, so this brings up we cruises in Mark Armor 04 on Twitter. Um, you'll follow me, really great follow, a lot of interesting uh posts, good stuff. But he, he posted, Hey, think about opening this box right now. And he posted a box of 2002 vintage baseball. And I wasn't super familiar with the product uh, until like this 71 tops. Yeah, I was going through uh, a bunch of Giants cards that you know I'd collected over the hand the years, like five five thousand count boxes and there were a bunch of these uh these cards in here yep. and he goes here's the picture of the box and he's like hey you know you know think about opening this it's from 2002 busted open and the first card he was posting posted pedro he's like cool and that's beat a cool this, looking photo yeah. ball popping beat, out of his hand beat this pedro card you know um so he goes through and the upper deck made this product and he's like, hey might as well stop now well next next pack he opens up maybe i just beat it yeah, it's a dual signature of Yogi Berra and Johnny Bench, 99 out of 100, on card. And uh, the Yogi's definitely from his coaching days and not his playing days. Right, um, 85-ish. Yeah. And then Johnny's picture is probably from the late, late 70s, early 80s, and it's a driver's license photo, I believe. Right. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> but it looks like one's black and white and... He's got a goofy smile, like it's like smile. Johnny's like, yeah, whatever, asshole. Right. Um, but probably two of the best catchers of all time, right? Easily, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, the you World know, Series, the World Series. These guys played in would make you right. Two dynasties. Uh, I yeah. mean, you got Yogi from what forty nine to fifty three, one ring after ring after ring after ring. Not to mention, uh, as a coach or manager, I think he won one other. So, dude has like ten rings, one for each finger. Yeah, and, and I mean, Bench, Bench won what three in the seventies? Four? Yeah, one of the best teams of the probably the team of the decade, I would say. They rival the A's of the seventies. Had Charlie Finley not been such a jack and jackhammer, the end of the decade, yeah, seventy-seven, seventy-eight, eighty-one. Yeah. Like so just ridiculous. Sometimes what might be sitting in an old box of wax, and uh, no redemption. Yep. So that, uh, that's pretty cool. Fun to, fun to open that kind of stuff and, and see that, uh, that hop in there, you know, so, you know, hurricane, hurricane Dorian's like blowing through town, uh, blowing up the coast. And, you know, I've been, I've been away from the TV for a couple of days. And so I know that it was heading away from like the Daytona beach area and kind of heading up towards Jacksonville. Um, but at plain life, 2013, tweeted out should dorian force me to evacuate boys you're coming with me and he, he has a picture or she has a picture not sure this collector has a picture of their cards um and uh, sorry i didn't put the link in there stuff i got it um and it, it means think like what cards would you take with you during a natural disaster so if you had like a you know, if you if you had time to prep here in California, earthquake happens. I mean, it, you know, you're there. But if you, you know, you have a hurricane headed your way, maybe a tornado or a fire, uh, something like that. Typhoon on the west coast. Yeah, typhoon, tsunami. I guess like there's a Ricky rookie, there's a bench rookie, as we talked about him, a Ryan rookie, a Gretzky rookie, a Kirby Puckett Fleer rookie, a Jordan rookie. That ninety was that ninety two ninety three Stadium Club. Jack Murphy, uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, is that a got Mario Lemieux? You, uh, you got Puckett. You got the Jerry Kuzman rookie. Yeah. Julius you got that. Irving, rookie, I don't know who twins are up there. Uh, Yaz rookie, McCovey rookie, Hank Allen rookie. Yeah. Um, Tom Seaver rookie card. 
So, I mean, these are some nice Dr. J. Yeah. So, I mean, a really nice, by the way, congratulations. Those are some sexy cards in the first place. Right. Uh, Enjoying those. But what would you do, Steph? So I've kind of thought about this in the past as far as what I would grab and, uh, which cards I would bring, and the, the easiest answer for me uh, in a life threatening emergency, I, you, you don't grab anything. I mean, uh, in today's time, some uh, your, your house gets broken into, or someone's on a murderous rampage, uh, life and limb, right? But if you know that, in the case of a hurricane, you're evacuating or something to that effect. I would definitely grab. I, I have two silver cases from. Oh, what's the product here? One second. What's up, Chris? Chris Torres. Hey, by the way, as, as September starts, Chris has a new uh, sales spreadsheet. So if you guys are selling uh, anywhere, shows online, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're using, uh, reach out to uh, Chris at CRT Sports Cards on Twitter. Or hit us up, and um, we'll get you in connection with Chris uh, to get the new spreadsheet. So it's awesome. I use it. It keeps track of uh, if you're making money or not, how you're doing. So Panini Flawless, as it were. Two cases okay. of that. Uh, not not that I opened them, but people trying to resell just the cases for 10 15 bucks. Hey, yeah, I'll pick it up. Because yeah. they make nice storage, you can put uh, mag touches in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, but, I, 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 I my, go ahead. Sorry. What card are you taking with you? I've got the Ruth, and I've got my Bonds in there, and I've got uh, the top seven home run hitters collection going on in there. And then I would grab my Vintage Binders um, just because of age. Yeah. I mean, the 50s Bowman, the, t- the 50s Tops, the 60s Tops, uh, my pre-war stuff, yeah. just because that's a bit harder to replace than, say, a 2019 one of one for who cares. I'm uh, I'm grabbing my George Brett Binder. And then my box of Hall of Fame uh, rookie cards. Makes sense. Who you got in there? Um, the oldest probably would be Yaskrimski. Yaskrimski, sure. You know, and then I will, and then also too, I have another box that nice I might grab that has that has um, some current day stars, and then some retired stars that I really, really like, like my '85 Topps McGuire rookie. Uh, is in that box. Second year. So. I said 85 tops. Um, yeah, so no, there's just a couple things. Most of the stuff that I mean, if something were to happen, it's like I could replace it and I wouldn't, right. you know, I wouldn't uh, be be totally devastated on and that kind of stuff. So, but you got to do what you got to Oh, and I'd probably grab my Mike Trout rookie that's uh, in a mag touch. So, yeah, and where'd you get that from? A really nice lady named Angela. She was a uh, an old lady collector. Uh, she she only she only drove the car on Sundays to church, and collected baseball cards. So she hooked it up. Of course, right here, uh, Coastal Astro seventy two. And during Hurricane Harvey, I took my PC collection vintage sets. I hope everything turned out okay for you. So the saddest thing is, you remember? Did you ever see uh, comic book guys or whatever that was? The um, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of the the bearded guy on the show, he lost all of his stuff in Hurricane um, 
the one that was in New York and New Jersey. Right. Uh, I know. I know which one you're talking about. Sure. Sandy. 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 Yeah. Sandy. Yeah. He lost almost his entire comic book collection to Sandy because they had to get out. So. Yep. You know, but save yourself first. They're just pieces of cardboard. Well, yeah, uh, and I mean, if you're in a place to evacuate safely, do so. Uh, I mean, we, we went through Hurricane Katrina, uh, not not living in New Orleans, but near it, and uh, I definitely pack up what you can, get out while it's safe if you can, yeah. or hunker down. Yeah, my, but, uh If you're going to grab what you're going to grab and have time, do it. The only time I've had to evacuate was um, back in 2000 in. Uh, 17 hmm. uh early 2017 there was a, a dam up in this big lake lake oroville here in northern california and the floodgate had broken and they couldn't release water well the, the water was about to go over the dam and this is a massive massive lake and my parent or my uh, mother and father-in-law live in a small town not too far from oroville but where it was going to be in the splash zone Right, and my father-in-law has clap three classic cars, a really nice Harley, and we're in a town uh, like an hour away. So sure. we we find this on the news. We jam up there with some cousins and an uncle, and we get all the cars and we we hightail it out of there. An hour an hour later, well, after we got one of the cars stuck in the mud, um, yes. and we got out of there and we got all we got some pictures and he got you know they got some stuff out of the safe and you know we got the cars out of there and we caravans and it took us like. 10 hours to get back to where we were before it was crazy the craziest and it's like getting forty thousand people out of a two-lane on a two-lane road yep and, uh, and nothing ever happened they stayed at our house for like about four or five days before they could go home and everything was good but that uh, that was it was like we we're driving everybody's driving out of town like there's a stream and we're driving into the eye of the storm you know um and we're the only ones on the, that side of the highway and I was told my my wife and her her cousin at the time. I said, "Dude, we're gonna remember this. It's not funny now. It'll be funny later." And ended up being, but uh, to me, it was like a movie because you're driving like, you know, yeah. into the tornado, kind of like one of those uh, zombie type. Uh, yeah, we were driving to the zombies. It was like, so right, to get there. Yeah, so it's our adventure. Um, so. We talked about this earlier. 2019-20 Panini Contenders Zion Williamson. So there's one. There was one out there. A three out of five rookie autograph ticket. Um, it has 258 bids currently. It has uh, five days and 13 hours left. And uh, about two hours ago, it was at $99,900. I would swear it's currently at. By the way, you'll earn 100 in eBay bucks if you end up winning. <laughs> yeah, I hope you'd earn some eBay bucks. Um, <laughs> It's shipping from Hong Kong, and okay, so it's at a hundred k. Yeah, I, I'm speechless. He's not even in his Pelicans uniform. Nope, Duke. There's four other versions of this card. Yep. So I went to look to see if there were any sold contenders autos, and there haven't been yet. There was a um, a non-auto game day ticket at a fifteen. It sold for fifteen hundred. It was fourteen ninety nine, our best offer, and it was accepted fourteen hundred. Here's the card. It's nothing special. I Means out of five, what's the one one going to go for? So 
uh, yeah. There's also the I tried to find a base one. I didn't see uh, a, con, uh, a similar base to this. A lot of them are a different design. They were going for a few hundred currently. Uh, but a, a cracked ice game day out of 21 out of 23 had 11 mids to go, almost uh, two days and 21 hours, and it was over $1,100. So the cracked ice version of this this one. How about a printing plate 101 rookie auto? What's that going for? A billion? 1375. Yeah. So this is this is the design um, that I saw the other the base autos were going for like seven or eight hundred dollars listed. Nothing had sold yet. So I want to yeah, it's a sticker. So there's two printing plates out already. Yeah. Number two of uh two of five thirty nine ninety five or best offer. Interesting. Of course, that's a different pose. No, yeah, it's di- different pose. But There's a couple of different, yeah, a couple of different cards. So, what would you do? But, Sell it. Had, it had, had I spent my money, you know, as you said, you know, I feel sorry for someone who bought it at the four hundred dollar price and ends up with a bunch of Timberwolves rookies. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, it, it, had I pulled that, uh, if you do like a single pack. And end up hitting that, yeah, it's going on eBay tomorrow, for sure. Take out your forty percent to the IRS or whatever the uh, plus the eBay fees. And I'm buying myself a uh, a Hellcat Challenger tomorrow. I'm paying off my student loan debt. <laughs> yeah, Hellcat Charger Challenger, so the wife can't complain. And be like, man, I traded a basketball card for this. Uh, so. I. I Jokes aside, I'd I'd probably pick up a '68 Mustang. Yeah. Um, Joey. Yeah. No. If I was going to go vintage, it'd be a '69 Camaro. I got I got a fun story about that for later. '69 or Camaros? Both. '69 in a Camaro. (laughs) Um, We were also going to talk this last week at Cronk 34, which is an awesome handle. Chris Rasmussen. Chonk 34. Chonk 34. I thought there was an R, so it's not as cool anymore. Uh, Chris Rasmussen, um, he had a series of tweets uh, two Sundays ago uh, about card shop owners. Um, I'm just going to read through them and then we'll, we'll chat. So, I hate it when card shop owners trying to paint, try, try to paint collectors as the bad guy. I'm sorry that the advent of e-commerce entered your localized monopoly on sports card, sports collectibles, but I'm not going to pretend the internet doesn't exist because the market changed and you won't adapt i'm not against local guy or small business but if your business model hasn't changed since 1996 and you treat potential customers like they're crooks it could be that you as a seller are the problem i've been to many shops that i would spend a lot of money at if they were local they have a variety of inventory old events for collectors and most importantly hire staff who are friendly and knowledgeable about the current state of the hobby sure it's the same in other hobbies. I used to spend a ton of money at our local game and slash hobby store. They didn't beat internet prices, but they were local and it was a fun place to visit. They hired some new guys who treated customers poorly and refused to learn about the products outside of their narrow interest. And I stopped shopping there. Apparently other people did too, because they went out of business. Maybe if they'd been the only source for hobby supplies, like they were in the nineties, they could have stayed open, but they failed to adapt. 
If I want cards or games in the 90s, I didn't have a choice but to go to the local guys and pay whatever they asked, even though they treated me poorly. Now I don't have to put up with that. My hobby experience is exponentially better, and my money goes to sellers who adapt. So it's just a good point. My hobby shop that we talk about all the time, Teammates in Carmichael, California, was this way. They The store from when I went to it to... Uh, what it was until about 2015. Um, and so that's about 2012, about 2010 to 2015. They they did not, it looked like a hobby shop from the 1990s. Uh, and they didn't change. Um, they didn't want to change. And if you went in during, um, not General Hospital, but Days of Our Lives, during that hour, they would not talk to you, not help you. You could light the store on fire and they wouldn't say anything. Um they they just they didn't you know and so what happened was they got bought out the new owner came in closed it down for a month cleared everything out redid everything opened it back up and he beats dave and adams in in um blowout consistently on waxing wax prices he's got probably the best dollar boxes i've ever seen he has two dollar boxes um he sells you know he has he has junk wax that he sells super cheap, always keeps a fresh stock if that's what you like. His vintage is insane. Um, he, he keeps local teams, but he also knows that there's important to keep players from all over the place, and he knows the internet exists because he has a thriving eBay store. And so he he puts that, he, he, he knows that, and so he gives you the best price possible. So he adapted and changed. Others don't, and I, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, Steph, as a, as a collector, what you... Um, what you thought about these tweets. I think they were very in- insightful. They're very spot on. Sure. They really are. Uh, I mean, you, you got the coverage for seeing what a shop was, retooling it, and making it la- making it so that it's set to last another 10 years. I mean, you, you can't be charging 20 bucks for a box of 1991 Upper Deck when I can go online and get it for 10 or 5 or less. You have to adapt, or otherwise you're going to go out of business. And uh, it's unfortunate that small brick and mortars are ha- unfortunately losing money online. But you know, maybe you go online too if that's where you can make money. I mean, yeah. It, if it's kind of like something I was telling Angela earlier, you, you know, if you do thing A three times and get the same result and it's not what you want, why are you going to keep doing thing A? Try B. You might get a different answer. Now, yeah, sure, I, that that's a super simplified answer, but if you're losing money left and right and you're in the red and it's obvious you're doing something wrong. Yeah. It, it You know, it's those things. It's like you, you know, it, I worked in a, in a, in a retail business where it was where you had to adapt and change. And, and they were, they were on top of that. And the reason being is because they didn't want to get left behind because right. we saw what happened to other competitors of ours and say blockbuster to Netflix. Yeah. And you know, the damage that it, um, you know, that it, that it could incur to your business. And it's like, Hey, if you want to stay in business, you know, you, you have to, you have to know what else is out there. And um, I, I agree. I think that, you know, hobby shops need to learn. And, and unfortunately, and a lot of people talked about, um, you know, allocation and stuff and hobby shops getting a box or two. And we talked about this, I think, last week or the week before. 
the distributors get the product from the manufacturer and they give it to the customer that spends the most money with them. That's just how it ha what happens, you know? So if your hobby shop's ordering a box, they might get a box, but if then they, a hot product comes and they want a case, they might get a box instead of a case because they're only ordering one box at a time. And um, sometimes you have to change your model. A, a good thing to look at is, is, is card collector two on Twitter just opened, took a, uh, a we had him on uh, what, like 10 or so episodes ago. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Uh, oh, took over his local LCS, closed it down, cleaned it out, started from scratch. And he said he's had some, it's been a little difficult, um, but he's keeping trucking along and uh, he's been trying to make it happen. And, uh, you know, he's going after that, that new type of customer. And that's, you know, that's what you need to do. And, and as Angela says here in the chat, regular store hours, you know, most of the old brick and mortars don't have those. Yeah. Know your hours. Most, most shops are that I know are closed on a Monday. Right. But uh, they're open the rest of the week and um, they're, you know, 11 to five or whatever. I think sometimes they, they lose out when they're only open to that on a weekday. You know, you have those guys that work during the week. Right. So. Yeah. Was it really that far back? What? Uh, I'm lo looking at the uh, the the videos here, and uh, I thought it was further more recent. I'm trying to find the uh, episode that he was on. Yeah, it's been it's been a little while. Um, Maybe it's just not titled. He's not in the title. I don't think. I should um, probably edit that in. Um, so it's just, you know, one of those things I, I just saw, we just, Steph just shared a tweet from the brew crew deer, uh, one, four, one, uh, four, brew one, crew four. Deer, four, one, four, fear the deer. Now I, I follow, uh, them on Twitter as well, but they, they bought three, bought three blasters. Looks like blaster. Yeah. Three blasters of Chrome and, and, and got all upset. Not one auto, not one numbered card. And then some choice language towards tops pieces of excrement. Um, they're, they're blasters. They're blasters. That's all I'm going to say. They're, they're retail blasters. But like I, I bought my lotto ticket from the gas station. I'm supposed to get a million, right? I mean, yeah, it sucks when you get blown out, but you know, you're gonna have more of those than times you get a one of one. You spent sixty dollars on three blasters. Had you bought a hobby box online for say what ninety bucks, you're gonna get two autos and some numbered cards. Probably. So wait till the next check and get your thirty more dollars and then buy that box. Rip. That's I'm Oh, some people can't get it out of their own way. Um, I, he, I've done deals with this dude. I feel like he's a pretty, you know, all right guy. But let me get that. We, uh, so Foulball5 put in the chat. Um, he said, during the Thomas fire in Ventura, I loaded up 75% of my collection in my van and drove it out of the fire. My house didn't burn, but three doors away. And the rest, most of the, his neighborhood did. Yeah. I, you know, Paradise, California, the, the whole damn town burned to the ground. Last, last year about this time, uh, not too far from me, about an hour and a half up, up the way. Actually, you know what's funny is, uh, no, well, it's not funny. Uh, it's near Oroville. And so all those people had evacuated at that time, and then they, they got to experience again, unfortunately. You know, we had um, the Napa fires 
couple years ago. Yep. You know, um, took out Cliff Branch's house. He lost everything. Um, you know, I'm glad you're okay. Um, Definitely. But that's, uh, you know, that's the thing. You, you take what you love or what you, if you can, and you, you get, you get the hell out of there. So life and yeah. them before. Oh, for sure. Collections. Yeah. Make sure your family dogs, all that stuff safe and take the pets. Yes. Take the pets, please. Take, don't be that guy. Um, uh, episode 51, by the way, 51. God, it was that long ago. Yeah. Nearly three months. Yesterday. Wow. You know, it's been uh, a month since we saw each other, Steph. Yeah. It's a month since I've seen my cuddle buddy, Kev. Your, your, your uh, draws, midnight cuddle buddy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 2019 football NFL season's upon us. College kicked off really in earnest this weekend, last week. Uh, but we get the first game uh, tomorrow night, Bears, Packers. Uh, which is awesome for the hundredth season of the NFL. Can they both um, lose? What's up? Can they both lose? Asking for a friend. No, come on now. <laughs> Fine, the Lions can win, right? The Lions won't win. They'll get in their own way. Trust me. I watched so much, so many Lions games in my life. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Two thousand. So we have the season. I'm excited. Uh, I heard Zeke showed up or signed his deal, and he's he's coming. So there's that. Um, everybody should have their, their fancy drafts done and complete. Uh, but we want to talk a, a few things. So top NFL rookies to collect, and we kind of try to stay away from certain guys, and I'll talk about that. But then we're also going to talk about some underrated veterans to collect. Mm-hmm. And really the thing is with football collecting is quarterbacks king, and that's really the only guys that truly hold their value. Sure. Um, I don't believe we have a ton of quarterback talk through here. Um, there are a few, and I will explain, but uh, – you know, you can pick up Zeke and you can pick up, um, you know, Le'Veon Bell uh, for some ridiculous, like especially Bell for some ridiculously low prices. Alvin Kamara, I mean, some of the best running backs in the game. It's just they don't have the longevity anymore of a Smith or a Sanders or a Peyton uh, did. Receivers, hard to, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't, it's just only about the quarterback. And the quarterback class dominates your rookie, how good the rookie class is going to be and how products are going to go. Sure. And, you know, this year we have Kyler that went number one to the Cardinals, and you had Daniel Jones, six to the Giants, and then Haskins, 15 to the Redskins. So you had three quarterbacks in the first round, a handful of names in the second, third, fourth, and so on uh, that went to other teams that probably aren't going to see a lot of action this year. Uh, I'm not saying that the first three will. I mean, I think Murray's going to get all the action in Arizona, but the other two are going to, you know, be behind veterans at first. So, Steph, who are your top three NFL rookies? Uh, to collect this year, I like I like where you went with this. Explain. So I, I went with uh, not not necessarily names that uh, pe- people are super excited about, but I went with uh, interesting names because if you're not going to collect the number one overall draft pick and you're not going to collect the guys from your team, why not collect the interesting names of the guys that would have a quote unquote f face of today? Um, just based on their name. I mean, hey, you know, hey, you, you hear often you know, guys having the Wally Moon collection or the uh, Rusty Coons. Rusty Coons or Dick Pole or any of those guys. So I kind of went that route. You an all name team. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I went uh, Rock Yesin 
just because it sounded cool. Defensive back of the, the Colts. The Colts. Rest in peace, Andrew Luck. Uh, Irv Smith Jr., not senior, for my Minnesota Vikings. And uh, Greedy Williams for the Cleveland Browns, D-back. Yeah, defensive back. Not, not Pretty solid names. Of course. And, and, and I think all these guys were set, taken in the second round or higher. I believe Jay, so. Jay from a few years ago, who's been on my fantasy bench in my prospect league or my dynasty league as a prospect, but I finally had to let him go. Or what about he, uh, Bong Puffer? Bong Puffer, yeah. Um, mine were mine. I went a little different way. I went. I went. So you know, we talk about collectible quarterbacks. You know, Murray is, is the pricing is probably going to outrun his talent at this point. Uh, Jones, kind of an unknown, but in New York, his prices are starting to come up. He had a decent preseason and Haskins. These guys are already priced at, at a higher value than maybe what they are or should be at this point in time. And maybe in the long term, it's a, a good value. But for me, it's not a collectible value at this point. So that, that's right on my list. Um, my first rookie is Buffalo running back, Buffalo Bills running back, Devin Singletary, now that they released Shady McCoy. Um, and, and this was also on Steph's list of, of names, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, because then he related to uh, Mike. I think there's some kind of like he's a nephew-ish. I'm not 100% sure. See what Google says. Um, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so when Devin Singletary, because I think he's going to get a lot of run in Buffalo uh, as, the, as the running back, and he was a lower mid-round pick. And, uh, you know, so he doesn't have that superstar name to him yet, but could build up to that this year. And then a couple of guys maybe to put away. Um, Carolina quarterbacks, and I know Ken, Ken Kinsley's like this, quarter, Carolina quarter, Carolina Panthers quarterback, uh, Will Greer from West Virginia, uh, you know, going to be, you know, third string probably on that team playing behind Cam, but could be the heir apparent to taking over that franchise at some point in time when, you know, Cam's been having some injury issues. Greer's a little bit um, of a similar talent as far as athleticism, maybe not as athletic as Cam. Um, but could feel that feel that t- similar type role with the team and and slide right in there if Cam were to move on and you know we look Andrew Luck was drafted the year after Cam and he's already retired um, and then also too my third one is Denver Broncos quarterback Drew Locke you know right now they have Joe Flacco Wacko for Flacco in his uh, his aging back um, he's going to be a year or two stopgap let let Locke learn the offense and you know get familiar with the NFL and. You know, take off. They 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 were looking. They had I think three second round picks, and they traded back to well two, and then they traded back up to get Locke uh, in the draft. And uh, he had a very productive career in in uh, Missouri, and uh, could do the same with that Broncos offense. And you have some young weapons there with Cortland Sutton and um, Deshaun Hamilton, uh, Noah Fant. They've uh, they've they've done that, and you know they have a great defense, so that could always help a younger quarterback. Couple of guys to look for there. So, Steph, who are your underrated veterans that you'd look to collect? So, I got a homer pick here too. But first, uh, David Johnson, running back, Arizona Cardinals. If he can stay healthy, uh, had a kind of a big bounce back season after Angela drafted him first overall in the 2017 draft. Not that anybody cares about your fantasy team, but uh, it might have a good year. Uh, look for somebody to have another second good bounce back season. Um, and I think uh, Arizona might surprise a few people this year. 
But uh, for, for for my other two, I went with uh, former punt slash kick returner turned wide receiver options. Uh, Adam Humphreys, who reminds me a lot of my other pick, Adam Thielen, undrafted out of college, uh, signed to the practice squads, and have now been putting up numbers. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I mean, uh, Humphreys himself almost had a thousand yard season, I think, last year. And uh, Thielen's put up uh, year after year improvements in yards and touchdowns. And uh, it's uh, they're kind of the uh, Bill Belichick uh, wide receiver types. Um, But uh, I I think they might have good years. No, I like this. I hope hope for sure one of them does. (laughs) But. Adam Humphreys, right? Yeah, of course. That way we can pick him up next year. Yeah, no, so so Jake from NorCal says I'm a zoo grad. Really, yeah, you know, I, I'm not rooting for him. I'm just going to say he could be a good pick. There's no good KU players. Come on now. Uh, and then Doug A said, uh, in my opinion, don't sleep on Easton Stick after Phillip Rivers retires. Uh, I agree. He was on my short list. Uh, the kid out of North, North Dakota State, just like um, – And yeah, yeah, just like uh, Carson Wentz. So my three NFL underrated NFL vets to collect uh, Los Angeles Chargers quarterback, Phillip Rivers, uh, that of the many children. Um, he is he meant, he's most likely never going to win a Super Bowl. But he has been durable. He's taken this team to very high heights as far as the AFC championship game on a blown-out knee. Uh, sure. He's put up numbers. He's a seems to be a really good person. He's a family person. So I don't think that investing in him and something like, you know, something terrible is going, he's going to do something terrible to bring down his value. Um, I believe he's a hall of fame quarterback. He's, you know, those bucket chuckets. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, he's a passionate guy. And I think that uh, the Chargers just kind of underrated little franchise uh, that doesn't get a lot of love. My second one is um, Cincinnati Bengals receiver, AJ Green. He has done nothing but be a stud from day one. Thousand-yard seasons, catches, touchdowns, um, you know. But he's been playing on a on a Bengals team with it's probably their most successful period of their career of their of their franchise history. But again, receivers aren't super collectible. He's been stuck with, you know, Andy Dalton his whole career. But he's one of those guys that uh, could be great. Um, and then the last one is the is is probably the. I would say like the, what the biggest legend on the list here, wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald. Sure. Um, you know, I know you probably a little Homer from me. He's from Minnesota. He was a Minnesota Vikings ball oh, boy. He learned, he learned as a high school player from, from Randy Chris Moss. Carter and Randy Moss. Chris Carter. They went to his high school games. Jake Reed. Yeah. Oh, Jake Reed. Under, yeah. He's, he's the forgotten guy. Like Brett Perryman up in Detroit back in the day when they had Herman Moore and Brett Perryman. Um, Aubrey Matthews, I think. Um, but no, Larry Larry Fitzgerald's had a wonderful career running down, um, TO in a bunch of categories. They'll never catch Rice, but sure. you know, um, now if only I could learn how to spell his last name. Sorry, I was in a hurry. <laughs> so, th- those are some just underrated vets right here. So, you know, Jake from NorCal Rivers is a Hall of Famer, Aaron K. I agree. So, you know, I'm a smart guy, sure, These guys are super smart. The Bengals are more prolific on offense than ever than they've ever been, but those 80 Bengals were tough. Okay. But, I mean, they didn't have an A.J. Green. 
you know, I mean, they had Chris Collinsworth, but uh, AJ is a Hall of Fame. I think all these guys are Hall of Famers uh, on my list. Now, David Johnson is probably the one Hall of Famer on Steph's list, but Thielen's a, is a from where he came from, he's a stud. And uh, Humphreys has been super reliable, just left the Buccaneers and got paid in Tennessee. So, yeah, uh, you know, send us yours if you think it's different. So, um, we got a special mail day. This is from Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. From Brent Scotchmer. And he's an artist and he's done some stuff with tops, with sketch cards. Um, and he's he started these new like foil packs. I think they're $22 shipped. Sure. Uh, and they have like artist proofs and a bunch of stuff. And he, I don't, he's, he said he wanted to send us, he wanted to send a package. And so, you know, from Australia, he sent this to me. Um, and I looked when uh, I was at work one day and he does have cards in our thing. So he, he's definitely talented and definitely recognized in the hobby. The Harry Potter Lego ones like right up my alley. Right. I, I really like that Mario. That, that's super cool looking. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's in here. Uh, what he's offering, you know, so he sent this to us as a, as a thing to, to, hey, he's trying to get some recognition a little bit and uh, to sell some of these packs. So we're going to go ahead. He'd sold half of them already. So, yeah. hey, props. We're going to go ahead and open this up and, and just see what's in here. So, all right. So, empty. We have two packs. Uh, this is number 10 out of 20 and number 18 out of 20. So, nice. they're a nice foil pack. Uh, and they have uh, their press media influencers seven autographed cards. That's what that's labeled as, and it has like his little logo on top. So we're gonna open the first pack. So it looks like uh, fifty percent sold, and then he's posted a few sketch cards from uh, one of the star top Star Wars sets here. Sharon. Oh wow! Um, and so really on this. We're going to be giving these away as well, and I'll, I'll think of some. We'll think of some giveaway to do. So you remember how I talked about my favorite card that he showed? Yeah, very nice. You received. Uh, so it's the Harry Potter. It says on the back, you've received an um, an exclusive trading card featuring art by Red Scotchmer, and it has all of his good info on the back here. Got some Star Wars pictures here. You got Luke. Had Han previously, and there's Leia. So then we have a robot. Not sure where that one's from. Does it say on the back? No. <laughs> we have a stormtrooper. Nice. Stay puff. Very nice. And by the way, the autograph on the back is on card. Of course. All of them. Hey, Steph. Very nice. Mario. He's a me, Mario. Uh, the yellow Power Ranger. Cool. And it looks like a Velociraptor being hatched. What? You thinking uh, Jurassic Park there? Yeah, Jurassic Park. Right? Yep. All right, that was packed. 18 out of 20. So here is pack 10 out of 20. Yeah, so he made these packs, I think 20 packs for press media uh, and social media influencers. So that's what the, the name of the pack's for. And uh, that's who, who received these packs. Boop, boop. 
There's you. So it's a it's a dupe pack, but uh, yeah. the same stuff. So we'll we'll give out the packs as a as a what a stuff as a whole. Uh, do you want to do that, or do you want to do per uh, per? I don't. What do you think we should do? Do one of each. We'll give out a pack. We'll give out one pack, and then we'll give out all the individual cards to. Uh, then so then there's sounds good. Set five, six, seven cards, and we'll have eight winners out of this. Sure. So I'll, I'll come up with something. I'll put it out tomorrow. What we'll do. So we'll have two contests going. Looks like he has five on our website. It's got uh, Han Solo. I think that's, an, uh, I guess, a Walker from Walking Dead. It's got a nice, um, uh, what's the, uh, who's it? Uh, aliens. Uh, you got, uh, I think that's Luke. Supposed to be Luke. And then uh, one of the bounty hunters. Okay. Yeah, so that's super nice of... of uh of Brent and uh, we will send those out and we'll, we'll figure something out fun to do. So yeah, a little short show tonight. I mean, there wasn't a lot going on in the collecting world um, this week, but uh, you know, and without Ben, you know, we went, you know, somebody's out, he's out uh, on assignment. So we'll, like I said, we'll be back next week. Don't forget about our contest. Boba Fett, uh, obviously. Boba Fett, yes. Um, Follow us on Periscope, so all the Periscope followers will be entered. If you're already following us, awesome. Uh, be our friend uh, on the Facebook, uh, but uh, like our page. Um, so if you're a friend there and you like our page, share that with us, because I don't think I can see who likes all the page. So you have to share that with us. Uh, and then also, too, if you subscribe to us on YouTube, send us a screen grab that you're, that you're subscribed there as well. Uh, you can email us at... Or you can email us... Um, at about the cards pod dot at gmail.com about the cards pod at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at about the cards and uh, let us know and share those with us and I'll get a list and we'll do a random at the beginning of the show next week and uh, give those away. So Steph, any final thoughts before we head out tonight in episode number 63 D3. No, not really Uh good year of tops, but uh no, uh, I hope everyone has a nice, fun week collecting in the hobby. And uh, sh show us your hits, show us your pulls, yeah. and uh, hopefully you have better blaster block. Yeah. Well, remember, live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific, 10 Central on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe uh, and review our, our show on all platforms. Uh, follow us on Twitter about the cards. Follow Ben at our trading cards. Follow me. Follow Steph at Junk Wax Twins. Follow me at Big Shep 79 Yep. Um, and hit the thumbs up button on the stream. 10 watchers and five thumbs up means at least five more people can do it. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. At least 10 more. Yeah. Hey. Let's do it. Um, and always, yeah, like Steph said, share your hobby stories, great pulls, and send your questions our way. We love that. And that's how we build our show. Yep. And we appreciate it. So keep collecting, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.